Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit bostonproper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. How are we doing today? Super good. How are you doing today? I'm pretty great. Easton? I'm excellent. I'm great. wonderful. Everyone's great. Mark stepped out for a moment, but I'm sure he's also doing well. He seems to be doing just fine, although he did eat some cheese in my in my pizza that I brought today, so he's feeling a little wonky. Uh, so Tanya brought, I guess, for Ryan show, y'all brought... Um, like your we did like a show giving, so yeah. it was like everybody oh, brought something that was like traditional to their Thanksgiving table. So like it was mine was like a piece of Serbian food that was traditional to like my family, and it's called pita. Pita, yeah, pita, yeah. It's also called gibanitsa. Okay, that's easy. Um, I thought she was asking if I wanted a piece of pizza with a, a list. I thought you had your like Invisalign back in or something. <laughs> no, because I've never heard of that. I'm very um simple when it comes to food like i don't really try a lot of different kinds of food you've tried my pizza before it's the cheese stuff it's like cheese with phyllo dough oh i have yeah and you liked it oh phyllo dough yeah 
What's oh, yeah, everyone knows what phyllo dough is. What's phyllo dough? It's like um, it? it's like the stuff that you make like um baklava kind of that oh, type of yeah. stuff. Almost like pita. Almost like no. Almost oh. like um, like a pigs in a blanket type. Oh, thing, like a crescent roll. God, not quite. Um, okay, well, yeah, whatever. Um. Yeah, so I turned around and Tanya had her large knife that she carries around the studio with her. Cut my apple with it every day. Yeah, she brings it to cut her apple, but today she cut her pita. pita. We've talked about this before, but that knife is sincerely frightening. Like It's the Michael Myers knife. I'm just like the most complicated human on the planet. Like (laughs) I bring now I bring a peeler for my apple, too, because I'm trying not to eat the skins of my apples because they're bad to digest. And I'm trying to keep everything moving a little bit nicer these days. Um, so I now peel my apples and I cut them up. Like but, the most simple food that you could literally eat with your hand. I have to have like two instruments. But they have those little things that you can just slice the apple with. It's just, it's like, and then you, you push it down and it. I know. I should apple. get one of those. That seems less daunting than the large butcher knife. I know. I should get one of those actually. So you have a peeler that you carry with you now? Yeah. I haven't seen you haven't seen it yet? I was cooking last night and the recipe I used called for a, a zester. And I was like, I don't have a zester. So I searched the internet and they said, use your peeler. I don't have that either. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do I just do this with a knife? So I'm just like whittling away at this lemon trying just to zest it. got to get me around here. Oh here my- you go. Oh my. Oh, she, that was in case you're wondering yeah. what that noise was. She hit the peeler. Again. It's got the peeler. It's got a yeah. black utilitarian handle. It looks yeah. very uh, official. Mm-hmm. I, I watched the uh, Great British Bake Off and they all you have their like zester or whatever. So. So I'm very familiar. I don't have them, but I'm right, familiar right. with them. I cooked the other night. I did a not sponsored HelloFresh meal. Wait, so did I. Which, which meal did you <laughs> I cook? I did the sesame beef tacos. I, okay, I have the same box. Um, <laughs> I, did, I haven't done the tacos yet, but I did the uh, chicken parmesan. Oh, how was it? It was delicious. It was great. I was thinking delicious. about making the pork chops, but... Those are good uh, too. Seems, I know, but I'm nervous because I've never made pork chops. So I know, like, like meat seems if, a little yeah, scary. Like I know how to cook chicken. I can cook ground beef. Because does pork come on a bone? Is it like a big bone in it? I think they have bone. But the the one the one that HelloFresh provided uh, boneless. boneless. They make oh, it. That, they yeah. make it easy that for us yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. pre-portioned ingredients. Yeah. You know? Um. Speaking of Thanksgiving, what are you doing? Um, this is a we we recorded this right before Thanksgiving, so um, we all probably had the best Thanksgiving ever. <laughs> but um, this is before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just going home and going to Orange County. So just, but it, the traffic's going to be so gnarly. So I don't know how long it's going to take me. But are you going what on Thursday? Yeah, oh, I'm going to wow. go Thursday morning because like traffic, three million people are going to be traveling. In, in and out of LAX on Wednesday. The traffic's supposed to be three times like as bad as it usually is. So I'm like not getting near the freeways on Wednesday. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Well, you have me stressed because I leave to go to Florida on Wednesday. Tomorrow. Get to the airport. But my flight's at 7 a.m. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, leave your house at 2 a.m. No, no, no. I think you'll be okay. <laughs> are you kidding me? I think if you, what time are you planning on leaving? Five? 2 a.m. Yeah. Make it 4.30. You'll be good. 2 a.m. That's when the traffic's going to be best. Is the most extreme <laughs> suggestion, and that's saying a lot coming from me, but that's one of the more extreme suggestions you've given me. Huh? But anyways, I'm excited. My parents um, are in Florida, and my sister's warm there right now? Uh, it's like 60s, 70s, kind of how it's been here. Okay. Um, but it's just going to be the three of us, which is going to be fun. You and your parents? Yeah. And I'm taking Phoebe. Wait, that's so nice. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, but I'm just going for a few days. And then I leave for Japan on Monday. 
So when do you get back? Saturday. And then you leave Sunday. And then I have to pack Sunday and stuff. And then I leave. Are you saying that's to prepare me so I don't try to like see you? No. Oh. I didn't know you were going to try to see me. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, and then you're in Japan for how many days? A week. Oh. <laughs> a I haven't see- so Tanya and I haven't seen each other because we were supposed to hang out last Wednesday. We were going to celebrate my birthday dinner <laughs> together and then go to church. But Tanya came down with the plague and... I used to be like the type of person who if someone said they were sick, I'd be like, it's fine. Like, let's just hang out. If you're up for it, like I'm up for it. But now I'm like, I don't want to get sick. I know. (laughs) I know. And like, I try to be that person. I'm very much that person when I am sick. I like, because I am such a huggy person, I don't hug people and I kind of give them the elbow thing. Then I feel like I'm drawing more attention to the fact that I'm sick because it's like, I'm not wanting to touch anybody, but I feel like it's respectful. No, it is. Um, But... I think the best thing to do if you're able to not like aside from work and stuff is just stay home. Yeah. Don't go anywhere where you don't need to be. I know. It's a lot easier said than done for you. Yeah. It's very easy for me. The tough thing is when your kids are sick because staying away from them is not really an option because you have to tend to them. Like my oldest is really sick right now. Oh no. We took her in yesterday because her fever spiked to like 104. Oh, that's serious. And then this morning at three, she had a bloody nose for an hour. Like she just got so much sadness so going what, is, on. what is it um the, we, they said it's not the flu it's not it's pneumonia cold. it's just a really bad cold and oh. sorry you just got to deal with it yeah. and so we were up with her most of the night and oh. so that was but that's what you do you can't just say sorry you're on your own so i don't know if i'm gonna get sick hopefully i won't but i'm trying to be careful mm. you should be taking oil of oregano <laughs> not, not be hugging you goodbye today <laughs> oh oh wow. man not gonna see you, you already got it you're probably immune right now but there's so many different strands like ugh. you might have given to me i might have been a care to give it to my oh, daughter. Oh, this may be you. your fault, Tanya. Well, I ultimately blame Danielle because that's where I got it from. <laughs> well, then Danielle, we got to hear where she got it from. <laughs> um, I know. I and they're so they're working on my house right now. They're oh yeah, t- I wanted to ask you about that. But keep going. They're taking out all the hard hard floors yesterday and today, and um, they so they pretty much blocked off the stairs going upstairs. They blocked off the kitchen anywhere where they're not working, so that the fumes and like all the dust and stuff doesn't settle in there, which is really nice. But um, I feel like my aller like I'm like all. I think there's the, my allergies are gnarly right now. I think there's a lot of dust in the air because like the winds were really crazy last night. So oh, yeah, they were crazy. Yeah, it's probably the dust in the air is probably coming from my house. <laughs> Literally, it's insane. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about your flood. Okay. What? Because I feel as though there's a lot of symbolism in like water. Okay. And like flooding. Okay. So I want to talk to you about like your emotional state. <laughs> no. What? Here we go. Here, what do you mean? here we go. It's just like uh, here we go. No, because <laughs> before before you had the flood, uh-huh. you're feeling a little like just a little meh. Yeah. Okay. Since the flood. Has that changed? Like now? Do you feel different now? Do you feel in a different headspace? Uh, Yeah, I guess I would say so. But I don't... Yeah, I guess that all was kind of around the same time because I went to Mexico and I had like a major reset. And while I was in Mexico is when the flood happened. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's something about water and like flooding. It's like Just almost like, like it's a rebirth. water? Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like a rebirth. Like I know it sucks and I would obviously hate that your house got flooded. But it's almost like it was like pushing negative or whatever out of your life. 
and starting I like, anew. I like the symbolism. I like more when it's coming from the sky and it's like a cleanse of the rain. But something about the toilet water flooding seems a little less inspirational. <laughs> I know. It's not ideal. But you know what? Sometimes we we can't like pick. Choose where the water is. Yeah, we can't from. choose where the water is coming from. That's good stuff. Thanks, yeah. Tanya. I'm going to go into. I honestly have been very um, okay with how everything, you know, I've just kind of been like, I don't have control over it. They're fixing it. I have insurance. I'm so lucky to have a house. Like I've kind of been in that mindset. Um, So the only thing that's been difficult for me is that I've had to wake up early to get there for the people to start like working on it early in the morning. Yeah. How early is that? Like 830. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but I'm staying up till like nine. I know. Well, don't do that. What? What if you didn't stay up until like one? I'd probably feel better in the morning. You can go better at 11. <laughs> but it's like, it's all relic because it's like, I, even if I go to sleep at one o'clock, I'm still up at 6 a.m. So like for me, it just, it's really even hard to stay out late at night because my body clock just wakes me up early in the morning. It sucks. I don't have that issue. I sleep way in on the weekends. I can't. That's like amazing. It's great. I Whoa. love it. Yeah. It's awesome. Are your kids at the age where they sleep in or do they, they are, wake They're up getting early? there. The teenager's getting there. She sleeps as long as we'll let her. Uh, the youngest one's up at 7.30 because, you know, that's kind of funny because she gets on her iPad and plays Roblox or Minecraft or something like that. During the week, she gets up at 7.30 and it's like, you know, waking the dead. Like you have to get in there. You have to push. But on the weekend, 7.30, up, oh, up, oh, here we go. Where's my iPad? Right, here she we like, go. Yep. That's she knows, she do. Does she only get time. iPad on weekends? No, but that's oh. kind of like extreme iPad time. Right. Oh, like she'll get like... it here and there, but that's her time. Because dad's sleeping. Dad's so asleep. you get the iPad. <laughs> Okay, I wanted to tell you guys about something. Okay. So I went to Sierra, who works on the morning show with us. Um, I went to her, what was that? Like a <laughs> wedding party? It was like a wedding party. Um, and so I met her. I don't know, no, she's Is not it a shower? It wasn't a shower because they, like they already got married. It was like a celebration. Okay. They got married in, abroad. And so this was like for people, just like a kind of a finale of sorts, I guess. So it was at her um, in-law's house. So I went and I met her brother-in-law so her husband's brother mm-hmm. who's cute mm-hmm. lives in san francisco and i was like oh my gosh we're doing a live show <laughs> in san francisco in about one month's time give or take tickets on sale now ticketmaster.com exactly thank you mark <laughs> um so i i literally had him pull out his phone save the date gave him the date and the place and i was like you're invited Come on in. I, I think he's single. He might be younger. I, I don't know age details, but I figure he's cute. And then why not bring him into like a room full of scrubbers? Oh, this isn't for you. No, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not for anybody. It's, he's up for the, for, I don't even know if he's, I'm like, he's up for grabs. <laughs> he's like engaged right now. But um, really, I, once he sees you at the height of your powers, when he sees you in, in this arena with you on stage hundreds of people screaming for you he's going to be in love with you what do you think we're doing like a, we're not like we're ed perform- sheeran like we're not performing why here. are we um, comparing ourselves to ed sheeran because why not scrubbers are, are going like to be a- very excited to see you too i promise you well here's the thing i met him like towards the end of the night so i didn't really get enough time to really talk to him at all um enough to really get a gauge of anything you know but i made sure to have him put it in his calendar and I'm going to send the invite through Sierra because I didn't get his number. If you're interested, I think that's going to be an option after that show. If you want it, I can't. I feel like she's not. She's not doing it for herself, though. Maybe I don't know. 
I honestly don't know how old he is. So I want to. But does that matter? You've dated older. You've dated yeah, younger. Yeah, I dated younger. And look where that ended me. Look where both ended you. Uh, that's true. <laughs> there is something to status in a relationship. And when you are put on a pedestal, how they see you. For example, I maintained all along. I could never have gotten a woman the status of my wife had she not seen me on stage, heard me on the radio. Like there's a certain status that gives you. We, we, I, I have this conversation often. It makes you hotter friends. than really? you are. It makes you more yeah. appealing than you are, more attractive. Well, because my uh, Allie's like in love with Post Malone. And I'm like, if you saw Post Malone walking example. down the street, what, what would you do? Such a good example. She's like, but there's something, it's the whole package. Right, but there's not a package. If he's not post Malone, that's what I'm saying. But that was it was like that argument of like he's so hot, and I'm like, but just because he's famous, and she's like, (laughs) but that's part of who he is. Like he's a performer, and that's attractive. He can sing, and that's part of who he is. It's his gift, his talent, which I get. Yeah, I agree 100%. It makes people more attractive when they're successful in what they and choose to do. And you see them in their element. And people are fans of <laughs> yeah. theirs. And people like, you know, I think there's something to that. Absolutely. Oh, Tiny yeah. seems skeptical. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same. I don't know if it's the same for guys. It like, is the same for guys. I think you it think? is. Yeah, you're thinking of, because I think in your situation, when you're talking about dating and stuff, it's on the radio and it's like a very personal part of your life. And that might be intimidating to a guy because he might not want all of his business out there. Right. Sure. But I think you on a stage or you doing your hosting the Grammys, I think anyone's attracted to that. But that's interesting though. Tan Tan makes a good point. Guys are more superficial than women are. Women can look past. Women will incorporate all that stuff. Oh, he's a great right. musician. Right. He's got this aura oh, to him. Right. Where men are more like hot or not. True. That's true. But I feel like... But Tony is hot. Is it, That's the thing. You. When you add that to the status thing, I think it's going to be a that home run. I agree. If you're interested. Wow. Well, well, I, I don't know. We TBD. haven't talked about we... this, but she did. Uh, when you met uh, Tyler Cameron, y'all had he was very um, flirty. No, he was flirty, but I kind of think that's his thing now. Oh, being flirty. Yeah. Because I've heard from other like hosts and stuff where he's c- come in to do interviews that he's like very flirty with a lot of them. Oh, anyways. If that guy, Sierra's brother-in-law, mm-hmm. asked you on a date after the show, would you say yes? Ooh, good question. That is a good question. I guess, yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? Um, we I love their th- family. I literally love the family. That's a great thing right there. Yeah, That's I really... something else women incorporate where men so would never. true because I really bonded with, with uh, her, his mom I guess his men mom is never say she's got a, a great family yeah and you're you're gonna bond with anyone's mom I really like loved I, when I left I was like Sierra you married into such like a sweet family and I met, met a ton of Sierra's family prior and she said love her family too and it was just like kind of cool to see all of you know what I mean like both families at the same party mm-hmm. just like having fun it was actually really cute we learned on the Seacrest show the other day that Tanya is having sleepovers Oh, I didn't know. I didn't say sleepover. I said one time I woke up one morning and my stomach made a noise and I was so uncomfortable because I didn't know if he was awake or asleep. And that and stopped everything on the morning show <laughs> when she said that. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who is he that is sleeping over in your bed? You know what's tough is I have to act like, oh, I didn't know any of this. <laughs> like, of course I know that. <laughs> I'm like, what? 
but we're not saying anything about him. We're not saying anything. And you're, it, you better it, not follow him on Instagram. I'm keeping it a little sonsy for uh-huh. the moment, just because um, there's I'm I'm dating around, yes. and so I don't want to speci- specify anybody out because. I just don't know right now. You are like the Easter Bunny. You are bouncing around, dropping eggs in different baskets. Yes. But I do want to say, and I wish I would have said it on the morning show, I'm not sleeping. I wasn't sleeping with him. He just spent the night. No, you're sleeping with him. You're not sleeping with him. (laughs) Shacking. Is that what the shagging? Oh, shagging. You're not shagging. Correct. You are sleeping. Sleeping, yes. Is there cuddling? Yeah. Kissing? Well, yeah. But no <laughs> okay, shagging. Well, just letting Heavy the petting? people know. Just shagging. Heavy petting? Just, you know, just keeping it sonsy. Rubbing? Just keeping it sonsy. <laughs> clothes Can on? Can we get a base or no? No. Are the clothes on? Yeah. Okay. Um, all clothes on? All, t- all the time? Well, yeah. I mean, my pajamas. The shoes on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think that's second base. I think we can decide that is second base. What? Okay. Sleeping over a second base? No, I'm saying that it he's sounds a, to me. insinuate. He's guessing that you got to second base, but that's not confirmed by you. Right. I'm, I'm simply, still not totally sure what the bases are, but I know sure, we've we gone get, over this. A few I know times, we but. can keep it at that. Third and home get a little graphic for our family radio show oh, podcast, okay. <laughs> but second base is uh, I think is merely PG thirteen. Yeah, it's okay. PG thirteen. Okay, sure. Okay, second base. Wait, is, so position. is this the the hinge? This is one of the hinge dates who has gone in the race, gone in ahead of the others. Yes, he's still ahead. He's still ahead. Okay, yeah, and the others. Still around or still just, around? Just I'm just trying to. I'm trying this thing where I'm trying to not put all my eggs into one basket, and yeah. it's really it's like going against everything in me. <laughs> like truly, it's going against everything. I'm proud in me. of you though, because like I don't think this is this is where I think some things get confusing. I don't think you have to put eggs in other people's baskets. Like, I don't think it's like you have to go on multiple dates. Right. And I I'm not, that's, you, a, I'm that's not, true. That, yeah. I'm I think not, you yeah. just need to keep some of the eggs to yourself. Yeah. Not give him all the eggs. Yeah. Which is in your still body and hypothetically, <laughs> but like it's, that's still really hard for me. I know. Uh, honestly, it's so hard and it's hard to like not share everything I know for you. Oh, it's been because literally like, killing me i'm private and it's it's hard to not it's harder sometimes to keep it private but the but he, more i see people prying the more private i'm like it's like it validates me being private see what's funny is i'm not trying to be private at all that's not my intention my intention is I don't want to put all my eggs into the basket. So I don't want to like give him a nickname and like talk mm-hmm. about him and like go down that path because but it's not even like remotely there yet. You do know, I think you feel like you're jinxing it if you go ahead and give it a nickname and then it doesn't work out. I wouldn't blame you. Um, no, I don't feel like I'm jinxing it. I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm put, literally putting all my eggs into that basket. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to explain. So it's like, I'm not trying to keep it private. I'm just, um, I'm trying to figure it out for myself. And it's so that's what I'm saying. Like it, it just slipped out during the morning show. You know what was, I mean? Like it, it just, great. I love that when that happens so much. <laughs> Ryan literally like stopped them, stopped everything and like played some whatever. Christmas music. Some Cause Christmas. it was a Christmas gift he was getting. <laughs> 
So it's like things slip out and it's fine. And I'm not like, I'm, I'm not actively trying not to talk about it, but I'm trying to, um, I agree with you. Because if you give it a nickname, Ryan's asking about it regularly. We're talking about it on here regularly, and it gives the relationship. Uh, it, it it accelerates it. It makes it it makes it a relationship yes, when it's not there right, yet. And I right. think that's what I'm realizing is it's like I st- I go on like a few good dates with somebody, and then I'm like all in too soon. You know, like it's yeah. still too soon. Like I it just and then it falls apart, and then I'm I think it hurts worse because then there's like expectation attached to it, and like you know what I mean. Like I guess that's true, but as we always point that's out. What- that's what. Uh, but totally. That's why I keep it private too. That's like the whole thing. What do you mean? Of keeping it private is that you have all these people and their expectations. Mine's just an extreme version of what you're saying. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, you've been in a relationship for how long now? I know. For how long? Almost two years. No, not almost two years. Like a year and a half. Oh, oh no, not two years. <laughs> a year and a half. Just 24 months, that's of, all. Just, I yeah. get scared of like, just... I think for me, I think I just want to like establish it first and then like be like, okay, we can give him a nickname. We can talk about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's fair. Wait, so what kind of noise point. did your stomach make? Hungry or Good like, question. or not, or like, it was oxy, like a gur- oxy it, no, yeah, it was like a gurgle. It was like hunger slash gurgle. And I was like, like, so what do you do? You have to go like do some things? No, I, I was, I think it was more hungry, but Ryan told me is just to like pound like liquid. Cause he get, cause I wake up really hungry in the morning. And so my stomach's kind of always growling. I usually eat like right when I wake up mm-hmm. and come into work. So like I'm usually eating at like 6am or something mm-hmm. like that. So on the weekends or whatever, when I'm waking up at seven or eight, like my body's like, where's the food? And he said a jug of water will stop those noises. Yeah. Or hot tea. First thing I'm like, yeah, but yeah, so I'm going to try that. But body noises are like, I know the worst. That's the worst. Especially in the first like few. Uh. <laughs> You're like trying to make everything so perfect and like my body doesn't make any noises. I don't do anything gross. I'm just But it's not, and it's involuntary. Like you for all you know, you're passing gas in your sleep. Totally. That's a weird thing about having a new someone sleep over because you don't know what you're doing in your sleep. You're talking in your sleep. You're flailing around. You're who knows what you're doing. I know. And in my mind, I'm like a peaceful sleeper because I like (laughs) go to sleep on the same side and like I wake up kind of in the same exact position. So I don't think I'm a flailer. Do you think you fart? I don't probably. (laughs) That is. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Probably. Yeah. I feel like we all probably do. I don't. Um, <laughs> Wait, why are you so shocked by I'm this? I'm not trying to say this in like a way of like, oh, I don't do that. I literally am not. I burp way more than I fart. So <laughs> I like burp in your I sleep? <laughs> no, I don't think I make like bodily function noises in my sleep. But well, I feel like you like... But the hope I mean, is he's also asleep and he's not going to hear anything you're doing. You're not going to hear anything he's doing because you're sleeping. That's what you like to the think. The nail salon story. Oh, I love that story. <laughs> like, I know. But, but okay. God, that was in the broad daylight of, you know, <laughs> imagine you not just knowing what's going on. Okay. Do you know, Um, so I did this blood work test or whatever where it says like things that I should and shouldn't eat for like what's actually like, not like somebody telling me like this is like actual science, like my blood. Uh-huh. What was number one on my list? Gum. Gum. <laughs> 
it was like, do not chew gum. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was at the point where I was chewing so much sugar-free gum because I was using it as like, instead of eating sweets, I would just like pop some nice- Xylitol. Yes. It's uncontrollable. That would have been bad. So have you stopped gum? Yeah. I I only chew gum if it's like a, a serious need. I've stopped gum completely because I don't understand the purpose of it. I realized it's kind of like soda. Yeah, but uh, mints. Mints keep me minty. Brushing my teeth keeps me minty. I don't see gum is just like, I don't know. I feel like it's not worth it because there's the chemicals and the sugar-free element of it. I don't think it's great for your jaw necessarily. So I just, I said, I'm Sanzi on gum. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Had to. No choice. All right. Let's talk about our guest today because it's really exciting because he's a big deal. He really is a big deal. I kept seeing them show him on the AMAs, and I was like, oh, we're going to talk to him. Easton, how, mu- how much am I allowed to play of the songs? We're told less than 20 seconds. Oh, right, that's I'll a pretty good like amount. Yeah. Like, that's all you need for that one. Okay, there we go. All right, let's do some other ones. Yeah. I love this guy. Teaser. No, no, honey, I'm good. I can have another, but I probably should not. That was a smash. Yeah, I love that. Song. All right, let's do. Oh, this is a good one too. I got these fresh eyes. Never seen you before like this. I got you beautiful. Okay, this one's awesome. Although it has a swear word in it, I had to take it out for the elementary school carnival a couple of weeks ago. Oh, it's right at the beginning. I think you'll hear it. Here, but he doesn't what say that? I don't here. Know that one. He says the S word. No, what's that song? Oh, that's um, good to be alive right about now. I know. Mark played the most not. <laughs> that one is a smash. Yeah, but you played like the. You should play the hook. I can't play the hook. I only have the songs. I can only oh, play the first oh, part I of see, it. I Sorry. It. Here comes the newest one, which I think is really good. I will fight. Oh, it's so good. From the soundtrack I will to fight, fight for you. Yeah. That's all I can play. Um. This is the movie that I was watching when we came back from Hawaii on the plane. Uh, five feet apart. <laughs> and I was just, <sighs> waterworks. I'll bet. Yeah. You, by the way, there are studies, you are more emotional on airplanes. I sobbed watching Creed 2 one time. I loved which, Creed 2. I mean, it's so good, and I probably would have been emotional anyway, but I was like, like, like embarrassingly crying I'm, there, people will not watch Creed because it's a boxing movie those movies are so I love good boxing movies okay. boxing movies are the best oh, my wife hates boxing movies she loved Creed so if if you're into it I mean give it a try it's fantastic also I can we can talk about this after but I watched a movie that made I have not cried as hard as I cried watching this movie maybe ever oh wow that's a good tease <laughs> But Andy Grammer is here. Yeah. I'm so excited. Tanya has raved about Andy Grammer for a long time. So yeah. I'm really excited to meet him. I've known him for a couple years and I just fall more and more in love with him every single time. Unfortunately, he's married, but we're going to. Right. I fall in love with him like. <laughs> as a man. Just as, like, a, as a person. As a human. Yeah. As yeah. a person. We'll be back with Andy. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. 
Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's gift finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's gift finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung Smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cashback. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. 
So the holidays mean celebrations with friends, company parties, Tanya, yeah, and family gatherings. So why not look stylish and feel comfortable all season long? Rothy's is the company making beautiful shoes for women and kids out of plastic water bottles, and they are crazy comfortable and fully machine washable, too. Yeah, they're stylish, they're sustainable, comfortable, washable. Really, the all-in-one pair of shoes are the perfect flats for the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. Uh, I think they're actually perfect because you can kind of like fold them and they kind of slip so nicely into like carry-ons and and luggage and things like that. So if you're packing for the holidays, your Rothy's are really just like a great move. Um, They're stylish and comfortable and they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. They come in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns. And they're available in a range of styles like sneakers, loafers, points, and more. So keep an eye out for the holiday um, colorway launches coming out this season as they are sure to sell out fast. I'm on the website and I'm going to get the um, the point in the willow green. It's so cute. Look. Oh, that is really Isn't cute. So cute. I love the pops of color. So. Rothy's did a great job having multiple colors and different prints and different styles for the shoes that you like. Um, they make a great gift for your best girlfriends and your family members. They'll thank you with every step that they take in their comfy shoes. Um, Rothy's are seamlessly knit using thread made from plastic water bottles. So they're ultra comfortable from the second you slip them on. That's right. There's zero break in period in these shoes, which is a game changer. Any flat I've ever had, I've had to do the whole totally. breaking them in. Um, plus, Rothy's always comes with free shipping and free returns and exchanges. There's no risk, no worries, and no reason not to try. Yep. So check out all the amazing styles. So check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash Becca. So go to rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Becca to get your new favorite flats in time for the holidays. Comfort style and sustainability. These are the shoes that you've been waiting for. People head to rothys.com slash Becca. We have a very... Did y'all see the video I made where I'm like, we have a very special guest over. I and said over it. and over again. <laughs> yes, so but we do. We have a very special guest scrubbing in today. Andy Grammer is what here. <laughs> you know, Tanya, I guess it was when she met you, which was years ago, right? Yeah. She talked about you so much and the type of man that you are and how you are <laughs> the kind of guy that oh every goodness. girl should be looking Listen, for. Listen, I need you to lower your expectations immediately. <laughs> no. Take them way down. Uh, we'll talk to your wife yes, and then yes, we'll yes. like really mm-hmm. get to like, the nitty gritty. <laughs> you like uh, everything about you. It's actually funny. So I wanted to, I was going to go into the scrubbing and Facebook group and ask them for questions because I feel like you're the Mecca of what women want oh god <laughs> no i'm serious i don't know about that no you are well would asia agree with that no yeah. <laughs> definitely not you should have brought her she should be in on this yes my wife would be like uh yeah kind of okay i'm not saying you're perfect because yeah. i don't know i don't obviously sure. i see you i mean i've seen you a handful of times yeah. but you might not be perfect but i think that you're um you're open to like learning and being sure. a better person constantly. And I yeah. think that's a huge thing. Yeah, I think most of us are. I would hope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where you're wrong, Senor. <laughs> I think a lot of us are, are trying our best. Mm. We're doing our best. Mm. Some people's best just isn't as good as mm. other people's best. You yeah. know. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. 
Um, what, Tanya, since you have these feelings of the handful of times you've been around Andy, what are the things that are so standout-ish? Well, first of all, you're just like very kind. And I think that you're just really aware of like other people. You're not like for being a musician and for being in the entertainment industry, you're so like not self-absorbed. It's Mm. like weird. I, you know, I think basically you just like my mom. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like if you, I lost my mom 10 years ago and I talk about it a lot. She's really, really great. And I think you'd like to hang out with her. I, I wish so we'll have to work that out wherever we go next. Yeah. <laughs> when he, like, he, um, how old your daughter now? My daughter is two and like coming up two and a half. So when I saw you recently, he was asking me like questions about like my relationship with my dad and like, what's the one strength and what's, oh, yeah, what's the best quality? Cause he like has a daughter now and he wants to learn the dynamic and like, what? and I was like, who yeah. does that? Yeah. Like, nobody and the does new that. one that I have is now that I'm going to have another little girl. Yeah. I'm asking uh, dads who I like sisters that I know are like really good friends. I like to go ask their dad. Okay. So what's the deal? Why? What'd you do? How'd you set it up? Like what's, what's occurring? Do you have brothers, sisters? I have three sisters and a brother. Whoa. Yeah. Awesome. Big family. Yeah. Amazing. And we're all pretty close. You're pretty close. Yeah. Did you have to share a room? Yes. This is what I hear. I shared a room until literally I went to college or until she went to college. And it was like, I'm sure it was frustrating at times. Yeah, probably great. mostly for her. I enjoyed it, but she would, <laughs> she would. I have like a vivid memory of her asking me to go. It was pitch black. Everyone was asleep, and she was like, "I really want some chocolate milk. Would you go get me some chocolate milk?" Yeah. And at me being like the little sister, like wanting to impress, just totally my personality in general. Oh, awesome. I go to get it, and I come back, and she jumps and scares me out of the corner, and the chocolate milk goes everywhere. <laughs> This is so great. that was our. That's your dynamic. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's so yeah. your dynamic yeah. to this day, still, by the way. <laughs> um, but when it comes to your music, you're, you know, how long have you been in a relationship with your wife? Like, how long have y'all been together? Um, great question. I'm pretty sure we've been married somewhere like seven or eight years. One of those two. For seven sure, it's one eight. of those two. Okay, great. And um, yeah, she's great. And we've been dating for almost ten now. And. As a musician, you base a lot of your music off of your yeah. love sure. story. Love story. And then, you know, just like life, you know, life story. all different stuff. Any fights? Wait. Fights? Yeah, we don't yeah. fight. I mean, 100%. but like, do you ever write songs and she's like, oh. Oh, yeah. There's a song on my first album that I wrote with her in the room. We were like fight. We, had, we were having a fight and we were at her apartment and I went and sat down at the piano and just started writing a song like at her in the moment. <laughs> And she's like, you're going to do it in front of me? Like, right here in front of me? Yeah. It's a a song called You Should Know Better Than That. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Pretty good. Well, she's a musician too, right? Yeah, she is. She's a writer as well. I also feel like Honey, I'm Good was probably a little, was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. She was in. She's down. What's cool about her is that she's, um, because she's a writer, she's pretty down for authenticity. Right. And sometimes authenticity is a little bit weird. When you're talking about, you know, there's always that thing of like, if you're going to do, if you're going to write something, how authentic can you get? Because sometimes it's someone else's story too. So you don't want to like make someone feel weird. Right, right, right. But with me and my wife, we're pretty open because she's, she's like, I'm using everything about, about you in mine. Right. (laughs) So if we're both agreeing, (laughs) like we don't care what it makes the other person look like and we can just fully tell how we feel. That's like really nice. Um, what's the one key to a successful, successful, successful successful marriage? (laughs) In your opinion, 
Um, I don't think there's like an answer because what's the word that's coming to my my head is like honesty. Um, and I think that honesty is not necessarily like you're honest or you're not. It's like a, a sliding scale of like how honest you are. <laughs> I think there's probably a bar. Uh, like me and my wife go hard in the paint with honesty. Okay. Right. So That's like good. everybody has about themselves that they don't want anyone else to know. And the more that you can add, that you can own up to your stuff in the moment, um, then the cleaner the whole thing can be. I think what mm. happens a lot is like people just don't own up to little things and big things over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And then when you, then something blows up and you both look at each other and you're like, I don't even know where to start. We just like, we got to break. There's, this isn't possible. Right. But if you if you go like, oh, I have this issue, you have that issue, let me tell you vulnerably about it, let's talk about it. Uh-huh. It's the deep, intense stuff. It's right, really, really right. gnarly. But it gives you a chance to work on it, and it gives you a yeah. chance to be held accountable in a sense of saying, like, I'm sharing this with you so that it's not, like, holed up in me and ends up exploding out. Yeah, yeah. I think that we are all so much more messed up than we're willing to talk about. And so hopefully with your significant oh. other, you talk about that. <laughs> so if you don't it. talk about that with the person that you're married to or with, then it's just like a ticking time bomb. Yeah. See, my thing is more like I need to wait. I need to like wait for the right time to like express all my weird things, you know? Yeah. Because it was like a third date and I was like, so I have a dear future husband journal. <laughs> yeah. And, this um, is who I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I scared you away. Yeah. yeah maybe wait a little bit longer to talk about my, yeah. talk about that. Yeah. yeah Would yeah. that scare you away? A dear future husband journal? On this the third, the, third I, you know, I don't think there's any like good way to do it. I, I agree <laughs> that like to drop it all on the first date is probably not the move. Right. But I, I think that we all, that, the, the barometer for how honest we're willing to be with others still right now is like low. We look like social media and we all just share our best parts oh, of ourselves. Yeah, right, so right. that's like the far side and hopefully the opposite side is is marriage. Wow. I think marriage wow. is so cool. Wow, that was good. Marriage is really cool if you're willing to go in. If you're not willing to go in, it's it's pretty weird. So how do you know if a guy's marriage material? Ooh. Ooh. Well, he's a guy. It would be more... how I get, yeah. What are like the signs, the telltale signs? You just asked me this the other day, actually. What, did you, what was your answer? Um, <laughs> what was my answer? I, I, I thought it had to do with maturity. I uh-huh. thought a certain age. Life experience. Life experience. Parents. In yeah. a long committed, like a good, a good relationship that he's seen his whole life. Yeah, but he, like you can that, help that. Uh, to me, there's like, um, it's, it's someone who wants to, yeah, who wants to show up and do and like work with it. Yeah. Like, um, games are not good. The, you know, if if the idea of if if a guy likes you, he'll let you know. That's pretty basic. Okay. Oh, that's you know what? Basics are fine. We it's like enjoy so basics. So basic. Okay. So if you don't if you don't know that a guy likes you, that he's he might not be marriage material. Okay. Like if you're questioning it, that's you're, good. It, it shouldn't be questioning it. It shouldn't be like a whole dance. That's I say that all the time. I say, if he likes you, you you'll will know. You know. You'll know. You'll know. You'll yeah. know. Wow. And I think a guy's marriage material, if you don't have to change yourself a lot. Ooh. Like I find people ask me like, well, how did you know your wife was your wife? It's like, oh, because it was, I was able to just be who I am. And that was, that worked. Easy. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't have too many things where I'm shifting who I am to be with you. At least in the beginning. It's like. <laughs> yeah. How soon in though, when you were dating, did you know she was going to be your wife? Uh... I didn't know for sure. I just like want to, I, I like to keep moving things farther and, and like, right. Like this should be progressing. 
But you even know? that's a sign of marriage material. I think there are plenty of guys that aren't that don't want to progress. You know, they're like, let's just keep it how it is. Let's yeah, not, let's not complicate things. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, for sure. One of the things that you're making me think of is like what guys do and girls as well is they base. Like, I'm getting into poetry, and I wrote a poem the other day. It was like, don't. What was it? Tanya's melting. Oh, it was like don't <laughs> don't cast the lead in your movie based on the sex scene. What a terrible oh. idea. Oh. Like, haven't we all seen movies where you're like, ugh, you were casted, like, the guy or the girl you cast is based on, like, when they were going to take their shirt off, and the whole movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> because you you did that, you know? Quite a few movies. And then I've that. seen other movies where, you know, you start the movie, and you're like, I don't even think this girl's that attractive. And then, like, 20 minutes in, you're like, I'm in. Yeah. She's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm so down. This is incredible. Mm-hmm. I think that we, we place way too much emphasis on sex. Like way, way too much. <laughs> Don't for- cast the lead in the movie on the sex scene. That needs to be the title of this episode. <laughs> because, because there, you know, I know that's not sexy. <laughs> uh, so I'm aware. Though. I'm it's very so aware that that's not a sexy idea. But the truth is I have, you know, I'm, in ma- I'm married right now. We got a baby. I got another one coming. And sex is awesome. And it's just like not the biggest part of the thing. Right. The mo- like it's one of the things and it's awesome I'm not going to downplay it it's freaking great but it's like in our society you drive around Los Angeles with the billboard and stuff you'd think it was like 95% of the relationship was like how good is it when you guys bang yeah. that is not what like good a relationship is right. a good relationship is like oh my god sex is great also there's 80% probably 90 of like the rest of life like there's so many more things <laughs> happening in life outside of like who's sex I think who are you having sex with what's the sex how are we doing it like like we just focus way too much on it I think that's a very refreshing take on it and I think our listeners will really appreciate that because we have a lot of girls who feel a lot of pressure about literally just the sex aspect alone when dating of like how do I say I'm not ready for that or that maybe I'm waiting for marriage or whatever the case is there's so much emphasis on sex and it's like when you get into a relationship that's not everything it's just not everything it's a part of it it's a piece yeah it's, and a, it's piece. a great freaking piece yeah i love the piece yeah it is not it's so it's way smaller than we're we're led into but that's yeah. interesting do you two have that perspective because you both are people that that waited till later in life to start doing that sure but i mean becca also she was on the bachelor and she was still a virgin oh yeah so i wonder if that's why you have the perspective because you lived so much life before you got into that and got your brain all clogged up with all that nonsense Uh, first of all i am very loosely did i take i I wrote a song about it like the v card was so tattered by the time that i (laughs) I got there (laughs) it's like i pulled it out and they're like is that what is that i can't even tell what that is there's a lot of punch punch holes in there so maybe but i also um so there was still like lots of physical physical stuff occurring with the relationships before right and i think it's it makes it way more messy than it needs to be I, i still think i still think that Right now, we're in a time period where we just put so much emphasis on sex, uh, as as like so like what what our whole purpose in life is right. is to be like sexually attractive, mm-hmm. and it's like that's so not it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, there's so much more to do here than like <laughs> making sure that you look really really good with your shirt off. Like, fine, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but like, oh my god, there's a whole other side of life outside of who do you want to have sex with. And are you attracting people and uh, the, the, the sex scene in your movie? Yeah. yeah. Like when you watch a movie, there's a whole movie. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole movie. And every, I mean, 
I, I as a guy, I've done it too, and it's horrible. You like you go to the movie, or it's like late, and you're like on like Showtime. You're like, I'm gonna watch this whole movie. <laughs> no, like, I'm gonna watch this whole movie because I'm pretty sure this girl is gonna be in a bra at some point in this movie. And what a sad way to watch a movie. Like sincerely, you're watching the movie the whole time. You're like, ah, that's terrible dialogue. I hate this. This is bad. Yeah. But like, uh, you got me because I'm pretty sure that this is gonna happen at some point. Like, ugh, what a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, I just think that there's like this, like, cause I used to be this way where I would, I would have sex with somebody before I necessarily was ready to, mm -hmm. because I felt like I needed to like keep him happy. Not, I'm not saying I would have sex to make some, like out of my own will. Like I, I was willing, it wasn't like, sure. I was not a willing participant, but yeah. it, I would do it before I was ready to just because I felt like that's what I needed to do. And then I would end up being so hurt at the end of it because I not only did I not get commitment which is what I wanted but then I gave all of myself to this person so yeah. it's just like I think that there's when you're dating it can get really tricky because sometimes you're just not like and I don't know where that came from and I don't know if I I like grew that over time and I don't know like exactly what switched in me but it was actually I think it was meeting Devon Franklin mm. when I realized I was like in this perpetual pattern of pain like I was just like giving my body before my heart before yeah. I, before he gave me his heart, you know? And yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think there's just like, I don't know when that shift comes for every, for like a lot of other women, but I do think that's something that women struggle with. Like, especially when they newly start dating somebody. Like, like when to? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the, like the progression of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think you can get like really puritanical in these conversations. And mm -hmm. that's like not at all where I want, <laughs> how I want to go about it. I do think in general, we just spend way too much time and thought and energy yeah. on sex. Agreed. Yeah. So like when you're with, when you're checking somebody out, that is a piece of, I guess, you know, some people will say like, oh man, I can't believe you got married without like testing that first. And I was like, you know, sure. I, I can, I hear your point, but I was pretty attracted to her and it's great. Right. <laughs> I don't think that's the hard part. Right. <laughs> to be honest. Totally. The hard part is like, um, do we work well together? Do we fit well together? Can we be, can we have tough conversations together? Is there honesty here? Are, um, do I like to do similar things that you like to right, do? Right, like live life the same. Yeah, do we like to live life? Are we complementary? Yeah. You know, me and my wife are extremely different, but we're complementary. What are yeah. y'all different in? Oh, we're like the most different. So I love, I get filled up by being around a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And my wife gets filled up by being alone. Guess, Is that you? I Yeah, I need alone time. Yeah, yeah. so I like, um, the older that I get, I'm starting to like realize myself, like I need to be in a different city like pretty consistently. Well, that's great that you do what you do. I know. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you're insane. I don't want that at all. And so finding the balance, if I didn't have her, I would just be um, like a, a helium balloon that just like got caught and just like in the air. <laughs> just like flying around. And if, if she was left alone... She would n not like be forced to come to Paris and hang out with me. You <laughs> wow. know? So we're like a good, she, she does it and she doesn't want to do it. But then when she gets there, she's like, this is great. Yeah, I love yeah, this. Yeah. So yeah. we, we, she make she gives me a home and I get her out of the home. And it's like, oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's really sweet. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of your touring, I did want to talk about this because um, actually Mark sent me the, your Polestar article. Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you what this did to me inside when I read mm. it. You, okay, I don't want to read the whole thing. Can you like, give us a brief synopsis of this? Because I don't want to read the whole thing. Um, so basically, I, you know, I've had women on tour before. And this year, 
um, there was like a shakeup. Some of my band members left. Some new crew members came in. And it was like a, a, a cool way to just like reset on some culture stuff. And I brought in all the women that were on my tour. There's five of them, backup singers uh, and some people in production and stuff. And I sat them down. And I said like, uh, okay, is there anything we can do better for women touring? And they all gave me like cool answers. And and then at the end of them giving like practical answers, they looked me in the eye and they're like, no one's ever asked me this question before. Whoa. And I was like, no one's ever asked you this question. Like getting very defensive in, in on their behalf, like getting up on my high horse. And then I realized when I left them uh, that I have been the head of like a touring company for eight years and I've never asked this question to women. Right. She's like, whoa, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. I, I and so I decided like, man, if I think I'm one of the good guys and I've never done this over eight years. Right. Uh, I need to write an article and try to reach out to the other good guys, like quote unquote guys that think they're good. Yeah. That just won't even ask the opinion. I don't know. How, so we're pretty far off on the baseline. Of, yeah. What of I, this. So what yeah. I found two things I found really interesting because you posted about this article on your Instagram and you're like, I don't want to come off like I'm high and mighty. Yeah. And it's like because I know you, I know that that's like the complete opposite of what like this is you just wanting to like bring awareness to like what's going on yeah. and like the answers that they gave were like we just want a trash can with a lid on it you know because like we have tampons that we throw away yeah. and we yeah. don't want to wrap it in five thousand things of toilet paper yeah. put it in a, you know what i mean so it's like these little things that you can these little adjustments that you can make to make life on the road more comfortable for women is so cool that you just even like that you even thought of that and it's like i think what what it comes down to for me is like you are a man and we are women. We live life differently. We just do. So it's, it's like, different. yeah, you there's don't a big push to make it seem like it's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's different. It's different. And, but I think that the thing is, is it's not like you intentionally are trying to make life harder for women on tour at all. Like nobody's doing that. No. But it's like, when you open this conversation, it's like at the end of the day, if we all just kind of learned or reached out to people that lived life a different way or maybe had a, like we're in a different religion or a different um, gender or a different sexual preference like that we don't understand if we all just open that dialogue yeah the world would be such a better place the, there's still just not you know we've made a lot of strides but it's still there's not an equality of men and women that we would hope that there is yet right so what that means is if you're a guy and you're just you're in your day job or you're working or wherever you are um, it's probably more set up towards you just is mm -hmm. and so if if we all just agree that like it's equal and we just continue doing it the way that we're doing it then you have a little bit of an advantage if you don't ask the woman standing next to you like is there anything i can do for you to make this better um then what you're doing is you're just agreeing that it's equal right but it's not right mm -hmm. so i dare any man to like look to the woman to your left and be like is there anything that, that i could do to make this better or more equal for you and most women will be like oh Totally. I thought I just had to work double as hard because <laughs> I didn't want to be annoying and then I want to be difficult. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. And yeah. if you're a guy who's like most guys are, are good. We just like it. Uh, don't you don't know. ask the question. Mm -hmm. So most guys, if you look to your left and you ask the woman like, is there anything I can do for you? And then they answer. Most most dudes have like great hearts. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God. Like part of being a man, like a good man is taking care of women mm -hmm. and like standing up for them. So if you ask them a question and they, they give you an answer then I guarantee most men will be like, oh, yes, totally. Let me go get you a trash can and then right. feel good about it. Totally. But it's the it's, question yeah. that we won't do. Yeah. For some reason, right. we're just like, just living our lives, yeah. enjoying. <laughs>
Enjoy. Listen, I'm a white guy. <laughs> if I'm not like at least 15% of my life like talking about stuff, I'm the worst. <laughs> and how do you not want to support that man? I know. Like yeah. everybody that's listening, I need you to like do everything that Andy like support him. Oh my goodness. Uh, what what's out right now? The music You're is sing- so good. The music the, is the, so we don't even have to so ask good. people to do that. I, I I DJed at my daughter's elementary school festival uh, recently, and I mean I had to get in there. I had to keep um, good to be alive. Yeah, I had to yeah, get in there. yeah sweet. Uh, oh, what's the, oh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, um, uh, don't up. give up on me. That was yeah. a big one. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's just great, great stuff. Thank yeah. you. every song. So and sweet. Comes, I, and it's so hard to imagine. I mean, how often do you think about those days when you were on Third Street Promenade? Yeah, like a like a decent amount. It's a really great grounding. Exactly. Oh yeah, he tool. used to he used to be um, one of the singers like on Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica. With like an open guitar case in front of him. That's yeah. how he started. Oh, yeah. uh, that's my favorite part about Third Street Promenade. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. There's so many amazing, really talented people. That's where he yeah. came from. Yeah. That is so, so how did you, What? How, how did you go from there to Yeah, so this? I did that for four years. And then um, and then I wrote a song called Keep Your Head Up while I was out per- street performing out there. Yeah. So the story goes that I had uh, spent the whole day perform street performing with no tips. Which is like such a long time, yeah. right? That's like probably I. It, it's around eight hours of just singing, but then there's this whole other thing of of like getting up early so that you can pack all the stuff onto the cart to then bring it down, put it in your mom's minivan, drive it there, unload it. It's like a lot of output, output, output to have no one stop yeah. and give you any uh, encouragement. Even then, you know, like a dollar basically is like someone going like, "Keep going." Like, yeah. Good luck. Good try. And uh, so then I got nothing. So that's a long time. I've like set that up correctly. Did you do that thing where you put your own money in it to make it look? Oh, like always, <laughs> always. But when you have a day where you're like on a Saturday, you wake up, you're like, you're excited to go try. You get out there and you're just singing and no one cares for that amount of time. Uh, around 8 p.m. You close up shop and I put all my stuff back on and I was like wheeling the cart back to the. Uh, parking structure and I I swear to God I did this I looked up at the sky and I was like your move I will never leave like I'm never leaving I'll be here forever till the end of time I'll just keep coming so you might as well just make a move for me because <laughs> unless you want me to just be here you know yeah. and uh, and then I went home and wrote keep your head up Ugh. so wow. it's really cool it's kind of how it works uh- and one of my favorite things is to try and uh, encourage young artists that's like one of the things that super pumps me up mm-hmm. is because i think a lot of artists get uh into this building we're in iheart and they like to keep up the mystique that they just like have it mm-hmm. or they were it or from the jump mm-hmm. or that they did it by themselves mm-hmm. is one of the good lies too <laughs> yeah. like i'm just it i'm doing it by myself and it's like no no not at all and all that does is it, it's kind of like the the equivalent of like airbrushing on like magazine covers uh-huh. for women oh, yeah like, I think artists do that. We airbrush our artist waste and our artist. <laughs> like, it was just <laughs> like, so easy. Like, and... like, I just am this. Yeah. Right. right? It's like, no, you're super not. <laughs> and when you do that, it's the equivalent of women seeing the cover and being like, oh, man, right. I'll never be like that. Yeah. And I think there's so many artists that will and can. And so try to, like, take down the facade as much as possible. Mm-hmm. About like no, you, you can. It's really hard. Yeah, you have to work super hard at it, but it's, it's totally possible. Yeah. Do you go down to the promenade now? And yeah. Support guys and <laughs> I do give them money. I mean, I when I'm home, um, 
I, I love every once in a while to get out there and just, it's, it's so, I love that the, uh, the heart of someone that, that is being told basically by the world, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then in the face of that is like, well, it's, it's my right. It's, the, it's against the law to tell me to shut up. It's like freedom of speech. <laughs> I'm allowed to come out here and sing my heart out. That is really inspiring to me. So that group of people, I have a lot of like, love have for. you ever gone down there and someone, one of them is performing one of your songs? I have. Oh, so that sweet. is so Did you sing it with them? Yeah. And I happened in Vegas too at one point. Um, and a lot of them know me because I'm one of the ones that has made it from the street into other yeah. places. Oh, yeah. you're like, you're like a third street promenade, like, yeah, and there's a hero. couple of us, but yeah, I'm one of the ones. So they know, and it's really sweet. I wanted, there was a guy, uh, that was on American Idol last season or the season before. And I saw, we remember we stopped and watched him sing for like a while. Oh yeah. 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 And then, um, last year, I guess he was on, a, on American Idol and oh, I was. just thought that was the coolest thing. I didn't even oh, know that's where you came from. Yeah, this totally. Blowing my mind. Yeah, 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 so cool. So cool. So you're right. Keep your head up. What do you do with that? So I wrote it, and my manager at the time... So you had a manager, even yeah. though you were just on the promo. Well, no, he we, he wasn't managing me yet, and he's still my manager now. His name is Ben Singer. He's oh, the best. Oh, hi, Ben. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he came out to the street, and he saw me out there, and we started working together, but but started working together in that he like got me a, a better mat, like a better, <laughs> like in a better, like a better rug to put my stuff on. And, and so we were really teammates from there. And then we, you know, that one started to take catch fire a little bit on the radio and then it got in pitch perfect and then it just started to go. And could you tell as you performed it on the street that this is connecting people? Like, people yeah, this saying, is Whoa! better. Like people are singing along and like this, this one, this one is giving, but I always like to say, uh, it's really hard to do a service with art. To actually be of service to someone when you're doing your art is freaking hard. Yeah, <laughs> we all know what it is to go like pass someone on the street or have you go to your friend's show or something. And and when someone leaves and they say, uh, "Oh, that was good," and if they mean it, what that means is, "Oh, that gave to me instead of me giving to it." Right. Right. So when you go see your friend play and they suck, they're you're giving your attention as opposed to them giving to you. Yeah. And you have to get better and better and better at what you do to be able to make that switch to where when someone sees you play, you're actually giving to them, which is so hard. And one of the hardest things about being an artist is that you don't get paid until you do that. And sometimes that takes like a really long time. Mm -hmm. So other jobs you go in and they train you and you, you learn like, oh, okay, I'm going to be paid while they're training me how to do this. And then uh, I'll be good enough at my job. In art, it's like... <laughs> You just don't get paid until you've done something that it actually massively gives somebody something. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard. So that yeah. can take a really long time to get to that place. I think that's really good for people to know because I do think, you know, we've gotten past the airbrush. That, like people know, okay, there's editing in these photos. Like we've yes. gotten to that. But people don't really talk about the struggle of coming up as an artist or, you know, and these actors who have been acting in like small roles and commercials forever and then they finally get a big break and everyone thinks like they just came out of nowhere and yeah. it's like no they've been on your tv just well, in small parts yeah and also the like up and down of the industry yeah. you know what i mean it's like you can only be up for so long before you come down again and it's like i think that inconsistency can really mess with people mess with people like really much oh, so yeah but i like messes with me for sure yeah Really? Totally, because you have to then, you have to kind of block it out because it, it goes up and down. And you can tell with different, when you're going into the same building that you went in last time, that people look at you different and you have a different thing on you. 
As an artist, I feel like you always have a stink. That's so interesting. You always have a stink. You either have like the you're hot stink or you have like you're over stink. Yeah. Mm. But you're the same person the right. whole time. So you, you're like, you're doing the same thing. And also the stink has nothing to do with my purpose on earth. Right. Like it has nothing to do with who I am, mm -hmm. why I'm alive, all this stuff. It's like all this, it's like, it, it's all wrapped up in ego and, and weirdness. Mm -hmm. So when I come in and you won't talk to me the same way that you talked to me last time, that, then it throws me into like, well, weird what do i do with this do i let what you're giving me all the way into my self-worth i can't do that right but some people do but some people do yeah similarly when i come in and you're like you're on fire <laughs> you're god it's like no that's not correct either totally i have to kind of somehow find my middle zone here where where i go back to it's like i love to make music i love to make people happy mm -hmm. i love to try to be of service that's my box and then the sway of what everybody will tell you about yourself, you have to kind of like keep it at bay. Yeah. You know, it's, it's weird. So That's I, so good for everyone to hear, honestly, because there's so much pressure, even without even being in the spotlight, the pressure of appearing a certain way or looking like you have it all together and listening to others' opinions. Yeah. Like it's, that's good advice from, for everyone. Yeah. And I'm not great. I'm not amazing at it. I just, I'm like trying to be aware of it. You know, I wrote, don't give up on me in a point where I could feel the stink mm, on coming. Me. Yeah. I could feel oh, wow. it coming. I'm like, I'm like, damn it. Everybody <laughs> is talking to me like this is over. Mm. Like I'm over. Don't give up on me. You wrote that after what song? Um, well, I just had, I knew that I, it was like a good period of time between what was the last was one? Honey, like I'm fresh good? Eyes? Oh yeah. Something like that. Oh yeah. I think it was. It was like a good period of time. It took a, a long time to write the song to, to write the next album. And I knew that I needed the next thing because you do, you need the thing. Right. 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 Going. And, uh, and I was just getting a sense from the world, which is like so weird. I, I, and if your name <laughs> is the thing, then it's not like, Oh, your the, the product that you make is a little bit like, right. In question. It's like, you are, you're <laughs> worth. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as a human being on this planet is in question and you're like oh my god that's quite a bit of pressure um, yeah. and so then yeah it, it can get in on you and stuff and so then you write a song like don't give up on me but how how do you respond like that pressure like you are going to be over if you cannot come up with the next big hit and then you do it I mean that song's incredible oh man thank you I don't know the answer to that but I know that you have to block you, you have to like Try your best to sift what's 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 true and what's totally not true. So what keeps happening is you keep going back to like don't compare yourself. You're here to do to be you, and so just like keep trying to be you amidst all the chatter. Yeah, that's I the think, best advice I can give. Yeah. That sounds so cheesy. Nope, this is right. horrible. Is that when you get to the to the crux of life, like the really important stuff about life, it becomes very simple and can sound cheesy. Yeah, it's true. Just be you. I, know. I think it's just it's so interesting because like we all see it all, like on in pop culture. It's like we see these artists that they just like skyrocket and they're mm -hmm. number one on every chart and they're just crushing it. And then like then their sophomore album comes out and it doesn't sell really well and they can't get a single on the radio and like they it's they struggle and it's yeah. like this and they're young like some of them are super really young and it's like this really crazy high and then this really gnarly low and it's like nobody and neither no, of them are true right but like society that like they, that's no, the that's the truth nobody neither sees of those, that neither of those are are true or correct the idea that you are better than anyone because you have this song right and that now um 
you get to go to the front of the line and you're like really important and you can get into every single place you want. That's not true. That's not like truth about life. That's a farce. That's false. And so if you give over to the falseness of it, then when it drops you all the way subterranean, you've given in to this other idea of letting other people tell you your kind of worth about being here. So if you can just like lock in on what do I love to talk about? What do I love to sing about? What is my art mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. And what do I love jumping out of bed in the morning to do? Uh, and then when the world will tell me that I'm this, I have to be like, okay, cool. Thank you so much. But like, eh. Yeah. And then when they tell me that I'm so low, you'll be like, thank you so much. But no. <laughs> <laughs> and just try to keep doing. And then really focus on, not on them, on like, who do you make your music for? What do you, what are the, like, if you can focus on the people that you make your music for, yeah. that is your map mm-hmm. of like where you're going. This is good for us to know because we just won our second People's oh, Choice yeah. Award. And Guys, so we're yeah, kind of getting, getting a little big. cocky. We're getting a little cocky and we really need to remember it's about the Scrub Sisters and <laughs> totally. that's what it's all about. I wrote this post the other day that was really interesting. I don't know if I got it completely correct, but I used to have when I would like as dreamers, I think we're, um, we're like elementary school dreamers that there's an art to dreaming and the idea that you what we're taught to dream is like what do you want to what do you want to be it's like i want to be a movie star i want to be an astronaut i want to be an entrepreneur these are all like what i am and i think that that's like when you think of that you think of you know, i want to be a, a movie star you're thinking of like you accepting an award and everyone's cheering mm-hmm. for you and it's like cool that's not that good of a dream, in my opinion, mm-hmm. until you turn it to like, what are you doing for other people? Now that's an interesting dream. Yeah. And even how you say it. So like, I want to be an astronaut. Cool. I want to help like expand how far we can go for everyone. Right. right now everybody's right. like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's an interesting I perspective be like, change. I want to be a musician. It's like, cool. I want to make everyone feel less alone yeah, through yeah. my music. Uh, you know, like, yeah. If we can get better at dreaming, then there's actually maps to go like, oh, cool. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to go help other people this way. I want to affect someone this, this way. way. Yeah. As opposed to an egocentric dream of I want to be on, I want to be accepting an award. Right. Yeah. In my head, that's my dream. It's like, well, that's kind of like you. That's like ego. Yeah. That's not dreaming. You're ego dreaming. Ego dreaming is so short sighted as opposed to like, he- like service dreaming is like it goes forever. It can go in all directions wherever you want to go, you know? Yeah, I, I dreamed about being it's a, so good. a pop star singing and dancing. Sure. You did? Crowd cheering. I can't sing or dance this <laughs> yeah. quickly. But yeah. Everybody does. Yeah, but like I That's... had this, vi- like my vision was me on a giant stage with a huge crowd of people. Yeah. That was it though. Nothing, nothing else inherently out of terrible it. about that. No, I mean, except for it's the just fact like, that I can't sing or dance. Yeah. It's just kind of like lame. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just right. like, cool, you win. Now what? Yeah. Well, and, and it's, you know, anybody that, for anybody listening, like when you look at someone who's famous or what that means is that they've been of massive service to a lot of people for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. Right, right, through right. song, through their, how good, through acting, through, they've, they've given more than they've taken in an mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the more we can tell people about that, then their dreams can get better and we can just like keep it moving. Wow. I mean, big Andy Grammer, oh my like they don't come better than you. No. Like truly. No. And I like, and I just want to say I have stayed tried and true to you from your ups and your downs mm. because of the human that you are. Like, uh. I love your music and 
that's easy to support. But like, I just am obsessed with like the person that you are. So sweet. And I just, I really just will support you until you're like in a wheelchair. Likewise, my dear. (laughs) (laughs) Likewise. Um, Andy's album, Naive, and his latest single, Wish You Pain, are available now. So go stream his music, buy his music. Yeah. What else? Um, follow Andy on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. I, I have a podcast as well that's really fun. Okay, where can people it's find it? It's called The Good Parts with Andy Grammer. And I like to do uh, questions that are like really deep, interesting questions. So I'll ask both of you a question right now. Okay. Oh. Oh. And then maybe we can come on your podcast Let's to answer it. it. I'm super in. Okay. Okay, so... Usually I have I have a bunch of them that are really good. Like one of them is, what's your most spiritual experience? One of them is, what do you think happens when we die? I hate that one. Don't ask do you hate that, that one? one. Yeah. What's the most spiritual experience that either of you have had? Spirit, it can be whatever you want. It can be any answer. I love that we all have edges of ourselves and that and it takes a little bit of time to like get comfortable enough with someone to be like, okay, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And I think we may have gotten there in this conversation. <laughs> so what do you got? Oh, mine, I will never forget it. I was in Fiji. Whoa. And there were, it was like this crystal blue water and there were rocks. Like you could walk out pretty far. And I had walked out two rocks and I just, I had, I'm, I'm Christian and I had on just like a worship playlist. I'll never forget like looking out and feeling like, oh, like this is, this is God. Like this this is is it. Yeah. It's like so vivid in my mind. Yeah. I think mine was, um, I, w- I was invited to a, b- I wasn't Christian. I was like um, Serbian Orthodox. Well, I mean, I still am technically, but uh, I grew up in a different church and I was like coming to work and I was crying every day. I was like literally one of the lowest lows of like low. Sure. And um, this friend of mine, Jason Kennedy, invited me to this Bible study and I was like, I've tried everything. I've drank every night. I've been sleeping around. Like I've literally done everything to make me feel better. Nothing's working. Sure. So I went to this Bible study and like literally I felt like the pastor there was like it was like god was speaking to me through this man like it was everything i needed to hear it was so crazy like that moment right then and there like Mm -hmm. i became a believer like my whole world like it was just like everything just switched cool it was really cool that's awesome i love it i love hearing these moments because they're like pretty vulnerable i don't know we're all scared to talk about it for some reason i'm not sure why i still tell every time i see jason kennedy i'm like you know you changed my life right (laughs) yeah he was like (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't say it like that but it's like every time I see I him I'm like he's like really... you've told me that yeah. but like it's like all he did was just invite me somewhere you know what I mean mm-hmm. he really yeah. didn't do anything out of the or he was just like I just invited you to, to, to like, do it that was your experience uh, like you had that like you know so cool yeah. so cool, cool. It's really so cool. I ask all my friends uh, that are like musicians and actors and stuff they come on and I, we, we go deeper into this stuff it makes me so happy it's exciting well we're not actors or musicians you but guys I'd are love, I'd love to your podcast award winning <laughs> that's right hosts um but we'd love to come if you if you'd have us 100 percent. okay well thank you for being thank here you. we're huge fans Good of stuff. you you're Great amazing time. awesome <laughs> mother's day is just around the corner may 12th and if you're anything like me finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge but fear not macy's gift finder is here to save the day My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. 
Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's gift finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's gift finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it. And I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. 
Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So what products have you been eyeing and kind of hoping that would go on sale on Black Friday or possibly Cyber Monday, did Legacy Box make your shortlist? Do you have boxes of old videotapes and photos collecting dust in your closet or attic? Have you been wanting to digitize your old photos and videos but haven't known where to start? Well, our past shapes our future. And is your family's legacy digitally preserved so that it can be passed down for generations to come? I mean... Mine's not. Well, I was just, my dad sent me um, home videos on a DVD player and he spent so much time like transferring it, which I don't even, to be honest, I don't even know how to do that. But um, it just meant so much to have those videos accessible for me to watch. And I'm going to tell him about Legacy Box because there's so many more videos that aren't even on the one I got that he can just put all in one spot and send it to all of the kids so that we all have it. Because it really is cool to see the memories that like there's a lot of videos of me when I was really young that I don't remember. I know. And then like you can have it for like your kids and your kids' kids and your kids' kids' kids. So like Yeah, it's really gift, cool. it's really the gift that keeps on giving. It really is. It's a generation uh a past a generate a gift that gener a that gift for many generations. <laughs> to come. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> that was effortless. Um with Legacy Box, you can get a lifetime of old family memories, videotapes, photos, and more digitized to a thumb drive, cloud download, or DVD to share and enjoy for generations to come. Basically, well, that was our endorsement line. Um, plus, the process from start to finish is so easy. You go online and purchase the box that you need. They send you a Legacy Box kit and you fill them with all your media. So you slap on the prepaid mailing label and then you just send it right back. Legacy Box takes it from there. In a couple of weeks, you'll get all the your originals back plus perfectly preserved digital copies ready to watch, share, and relive with each other. Legacy Box keeps you informed throughout the process with your regular email updates. So this Black Friday and Cyber Monday, um, forget about doorbusters and head to LegacyBox.com for their best deal of the year. Your life's biggest moments call for some big savings. So you can get 60% off Black Friday and Cyber Monday orders while everyone is just kind of going nuts trying to get the best deals. You can just relax knowing you saved big on saving your memories. So order your Legacy Box today to take advantage of Legacy Box's Black Friday Cyber Monday sale for a limited time take an unprecedented 60%. That's six zero percent off. Go to legacybox.com slash Becca to get 60% off your first order. Save your time and your memories. Go to legacybox.com slash Becca and save 60%. Did I say 60%? 60%. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He is amazing right <laughs> i just what he said about like doing something for your passion and not doing it for the ego to me i think that has been a struggle with anything that i struggle in, in my like work headspace that i get into is that i'm like i'm just doing this because i need to do it to make money right and like i have nothing there's nothing behind it sometimes beyond that and it's like people can feel that or people you can feel that from someone yeah it's like it's interesting when he said ego dream versus service dream and it's funny because 
I look at like my vision boards every year and it's there's so much on there that is like there is a lot of service and a lot of the purpose and what I feel like is my passion in life. But then there are those things. It's like there's a Grammy award on there. Like why? Like that's so that's all ego. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't that doesn't need to be on. What about getting in radio? I, I feel like for you getting in radio was an ego dream that has kind of morphed into a service dream. Quite the opposite. Oh. I never wanted to be on the air. I was so happy producing. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what's like, God had a bigger plan for me mm -hmm. than, than that. You know, like I, when I got on the morning show, I was so happy with like my spreadsheets of like, you know what I mean? Like I came in full on fangirl wanting just, I'd loved being a producer. Mm -hmm. And then the way it all turned out is like kind of nuts. And, but I think the reason why God put me in this position is to be of service because I think, and like what Becca's told me so much, she's like, I think that you've been kept single for so long because you kind of are this like beacon of mm -hmm. hope for people, you know, because I think a lot of times when pe people associate the word single with lonely and I don't think that's the case. Right. So it's really weird. Cause yeah, I don't, it was not meant to be that way. And it just like happened. It really I, hit home. I think all of yeah. my dreams have been ego dreams my whole life. And maybe, maybe that's why they didn't work out is because they were ego dreams. Yeah. Like I wanted to be a late night talk show host. That was just because I wanted to be on TV. Mm -hmm. Simple. Um, I worry about my kids now because my daughter wants to be a Broadway actress, but I feel like that's an ego reason. I don't think it's a service reason. And what he said about how when you're an artist and you're coming up, you're taking, taking, taking. You're making people come to your shows. You're begging for people's time. Please stop and listen to me for a second. And when it turns around and you start providing them with something, I thought that was really fascinating. Yeah. yeah. When you realize that your music can help people and change people and make them think and make them cry and, or as an actor, that was really interesting. He's such a fascinating guy. He's so fascinating. It, he, on top of that, it was kind of a similar um, thing that was said. I was at a soul cycle class, which is basically like a church service sometimes. Really? <laughs> and he said, your profession isn't what is impressive. It's your passion that's impressive. And I was like, that's so true because you think about these people who have these super impressive jobs, but it's not that that makes it impressive. It's them and their passion that's behind it. That is what draws you to them. So true. Yeah. He's awesome. Who is it? Andy. Oh, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you made yourself like old strike. Speaking of shouting out, um, there is a girl, her name is Leah, and she's best friends with Alexi Marquina, and she's like a major scrubber, so I wanted to shout her out. Easton, you have a shout out, don't you? Oh, yes, yes, I do. Uh, we, we learned the other day that, uh, you know, there's not a lot of guys that listen to the show, and that's fine, but but there is one, uh, and he's a Major League Baseball player. And I that's that amazing. Very, uh, he's probably the only one, um, but uh, his name is uh, Jeff. Uh, he plays for the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, and, uh, he just got married to, uh, his lovely girlfriend, Elise, and, uh, we wanted to celebrate their, their marriage, shout them out. And, um, it was Elise's birthday last week. Uh, so we want to wish her happy birthday Wow! and, uh, her, her friend, uh, KD, KT, I'm sorry, I'm not hundred percent sure on her first name, but her, uh, her best friend made of honor reach out to me and, uh, is just the coolest friend and, uh, they love the show. That's so um, cool. Congratulations on your wedding and happy birthday, Elise. Wow, that's so cool. Tanya, what is your Gelson story? Oh, okay. So I wanted to tell you guys this because sometimes I think like, am I am I a little bit, do I get too attached too soon? Like, am I weird like that? 
So I'm at Gelson's and I'm buying flowers. <laughs> we all look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm buying flowers and I'm waiting in line and like I make friends with the girl behind me like that was getting flowers, you know, so they like wrap them for you or whatever. So I'm talking to this girl and she was just like, um, she was like, can you see like this cold sore on my lip? And I was like, I wouldn't have, I was like, I wouldn't have noticed it. But like now that you pointed out, I can see. And she's like, oh, like I'm bringing this guy that I'm like newly dating to meet my friends for the first time since I got divorced. And um, I was like, oh, my gosh, how long have you been like divorced? She's like, I've been divorced for two years. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how, you know, how long? a total stranger. Yeah, total stranger. That's hilarious. This is so you, though. But like we were waiting in line to like get our flowers wrapped. Uh Yeah, plenty of time. (laughs) Lots of time. And so um, I was like, how long have you been dating this guy? And she said, "Um, well, this will be our second date. And she's already bringing him to a birthday party to meet her friends. And I was like, you know what? That really just makes me happy because sometimes I feel like I go from like zero to a hundred really fast, but it makes me happy to hear other people do the same, you know? Yes. Agreed. Meanwhile, you won't even give this guy a nickname and he's already sleeping over. So it's like, there's, there's I've come cautious. so far. You, I guess you have, <laughs> yeah. but there's something to be said for knowing it when you know it. Totally. Amy and I knew right away. Sometimes you just know. And you don't have to play those games, right? It right. just—it feels a little like games. That's not 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 um, being wary of sharing it on the podcast. I totally understand that, and I don't know what goes on with you two behind the scenes. Uh-huh. I just hope there's no games being played. Like, oh, should I text him back? Should I so no, back? that's the other thing. And there's sans games, right? Yeah, it's like very open and transparent, which is actually really nice. Well, I was gonna. They were gonna go to oh, yeah yeah a show, the Post Malone show. Tanya and one of her men that she's dating. The one, the one. The, the one who's ahead. Yeah. And um, I was going to get to see them in action together and meet him, but she got sick and couldn't go. Mm. I know. I was bummed. I was really bummed. That would have been cool. I was more bummed. Well, the- <laughs> I was more bummed than she was. <laughs> the question we're debating now is do we, does she bring him to the Seacrest holiday party, which is now, as you're hearing this December 2nd, it's this weekend. Oh, I can't decide. Friday is Jingle Ball. Saturday is a holiday party. It's an afternoon party this year, one to yeah. five, which is different. Is that more? Do we feel like that makes it more casual? I think it does. Yeah, way more casual. But also more casual for bringing in a guy. It's not as much pressure. Right, right. That's what. I, yeah, I don't know. Something about the to me, it's reversed. I think more something during the day in the daylight feels like more bringing him into the daylight. <laughs> Well, like I'm already like kind of making arrangements for the day, you know. So I'm like, I need to kind of figure it out. I think you, I think you ask him. You do, yeah, because like, what's the like? Would that scare him off? No, I don't want to. Yeah, that's it's it's a good way of gauging his uh, level of interest. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, maybe it's just better if I like bring Brad or somebody that's like friends with my coworkers and can just kind of, you know what I mean. I mean, I'd love to see Brad, but right. I'd rather see this person who doesn't have a name. <laughs> That's the other thing, because then it's like, then I introduce him to, you know what I mean, are Ryan. You gonna, are you going to like, see him before this weekend? Like, um, are you going to see him before the party? Yes. Like multiple times, you think? I don't know, maybe. I think you just gauge how those things go and then see if. She makes a point. If she if she if he meets Ryan, that means Ryan's going to bring him up on a daily oh, basis from now on. That's the only but thing. But the year's almost over, and then right. Ryan goes away for a while. Right. So by January, you're going to know one way or the other. Right, right, right. 
that's that's kind of where I was like thinking too. I'm like, oh, I can dodge questions for like a week and a half, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't know. It's something I'm thinking about. Yeah, I I mean, that's I think it's a because it sucks. Because on one hand, I'm like, it would be so fun, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. have a good time with him. He's fun. It's easy. I'd like to, but then it's like it's also attached to. There's all these other things that it's attached to, you know? Guy's point of view, if I'm asked that at this stage, although I don't know all the details of the stage you're in, uh, if I'm way into you, I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. If I'm kind of keeping one foot in, one foot out, I'd be like, oh, maybe a little fast. I don't know if I want to meet all your friends. Right, right, right. I don't know. If, if I'm staying over and hearing your stomach growl, I'm there. Yeah, like, that's true. You know, I, I think that's a, this is a good uh, point in the trajectory, I think. I don't know. I'm on the fence. We'll we'll see. Okay. TBD. I'm really in. I'm really torn. Yeah, I actually get it. Right? Because not only it's not like you're you work in like a law office and you're having a party and then it's like it stays between all your coworkers. Like it's going to be brought up here. Totally. I mean, on the radio. Whoa. I know. But it's, at the on the other side of it, it's like could be super fun. I think it would be, totally. From what I've heard, it wouldn't be a negative thing at no. all. The only thing is that Ryan would ask you about it. That's literally the only like. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna think it's too fast. I feel like he's kind of been very. How long attentive. has it been since your first date? That's a good question. Thank you. Um. I feel like I might be able to find this. About a month. Oh, okay. Less, a little less than a month. Well, that's fairly quick. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer I is. I know. I know. I know. I have a question for Easton. Oh dear. Easton and I spent some quality time together at Disneyland the other day. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fun. Yes, um, we watched the holiday parade together. Which one's that? Well, it's the Christmas one. Santa at the end of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Easton. Not all of us go to Disneyland every There's weekend. Only one I mean, holiday I've been, yeah, I've oh. been like twice, and I knew what the holiday parade is. <laughs> oh, really? oh, I was mostly excited that you knew there were multiple versions of it maybe thank you so much <laughs> which one is that <laughs> so my question for easton easton and allison and i'm sorry if this is too personal i, I apologize <laughs> but you two are, are are leaning against having children oh yeah fair to say oh yeah okay so i was wondering after spending a half an hour whatever it was with my family did it make you more likely to have kids or less likely to have kids we've been talking about this a lot since that oh, interesting. Interact- this is the first time i met mark's uh brood uh in person i've only seen them on video and on pictures um well, you met my wife she was at your wedding i met your wife yeah, I never my daughter's children, yeah. You know? yeah children i think yeah. i met them once that you brought them in here once a long time, yeah, long ago, time ago yeah uh and we were extremely impressed with them extremely impressed and it did it did get us talking and we've decided on this <laughs> We would have children if we could put them, send them away <laughs> until they're like eight. Then they're more than welcome to come back and hang. Do you know what's so funny? I've said that to my sister multiple times. I'm like, because my my niece and my nephew are so like well-behaved children that I, it has to do with her, her and my brother-in-law's parenting, right? Like they're just so well-mannered, well-tempered. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I have children, can you raise them in those <laughs> years where it's really crucial, and then I'll take them back? <laughs> I would, I would help raise your your kids at a young age. I feel like I could do. I love babies, so that's where I feel like I thrive. And then I would give them back around like 
five. I think that'd be tough for a child to be raised <laughs> by different people depending on their age. You think? I think so. I, I think we all just send them over to Mark and Amy's and right. they... Yeah. Well, My God. The reason I ask is because I saw... Because you saw the positive... You know, we were having fun. We were laughing about the stuff Santa always says and telling funny stories about Brooklyn. And we were laughing. But you also saw the negative in the sense that Allie wasn't feeling very good, which kind of dampered the day. Brooklyn was really disappointed because we didn't get to go on Space Mountain. And there's that pressure of making the day perfect for the kids. So I thought you saw both sides of child rearing. Here's the thing. Though. I, I was really, because uh, you told me um, Brooklyn wasn't feeling, or sorry, Allie wasn't feeling well. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh man, like. She's not feeling great. And then there's this like freak she's never met before with, I got like, I have this mustache right now. And, like, uh, and he's in, he's in Lightning McQueen clogs. Crocs. Crocs. Clogs. They look clogs. like clogs. I was like, I'm are, well, concerned. By definition, they are clogs. They look like clogs. Uh, and a big white sweatshirt that had a bunch of random Disney stuff written all over it. I looked very cool and I got a lot of compliments that day, but uh, she was so nice and came up and was like, like, you guys having fun today? And like, just like talking to Aww. us and like, I just had a great attitude and, uh, and Brooklyn was cracking us up and uh, it was just, they, they knew the like um, uh, small world during the holidays is this like a uh, holiday loop projection thing where like it turns into like Santa's workshop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they had it, they, they knew like, okay, every 18 minutes it's going to start again. Let's see if it's a different one. And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> And uh, I just, I was so impressed with, with your kids and it did jumpstart that conversation again. Wow. That's interesting. interesting. Um, that's such a huge compliment. I take that as a big compliment. Totally. Thank you, Houston. Yeah, um, but, but, but it still remains. Those, <laughs> those are seven long years that we are not, <laughs> Allison and I are very selfish people, uh, self-centered people. <laughs> and I don't know if we're equipped to, uh, to, you know, that's just so much, it, you have to put in so much to get to that point where you have these awesome little people that are that you're down to hang out with. I think they're day. awesome at all the different ages. Yeah. I think I think you'd have loved hanging out with my kids when they were seven and four. I think you'd have thought them very it's precious. Selfish to not want to have kids. I totally yeah. agree with you. Yeah. I think I don't I would have wouldn't like it, diagnose yourself that. Yeah. No. Well I'm I'm just you know of course I think I'm the greatest, but I'm just trying to be I'm just <laughs> you trying to would be, be a real. good dad. I mean yeah. I think oh, we're all clear yeah. on that. Imagine a caramel corn princess junior. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> See, with uh, with the way things go, though, I would have uh, a a young man that wants to play sports. And, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like Easton gets like the like star athlete. Yeah, but, like he's just gonna beat the me up all day. Chris Pratt of the high yeah. school. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it got us thinking. Cool. Wow, good. That was a I like that was interesting, fascinating. Uh, I have a couple of emails for us, and you like them because they both have the word sons in the subject line. We also, I would just like to say. Um, I have not watched the Grey's Anatomy finale yet. Same. What? No, you told me you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. You told me that I you thought, did. When well, no, you said all caught up, I thought you meant for that big episode. Oh. So I'm caught up there, but I haven't watched the finale. I'm the only one, as usual, that is caught but up on he, Grey's Anatomy. Easton let me know that there are some people on the iTunes reviews who really bash us that we don't consistently that we have dropped the ball on watching I mean, Grace. make a point it's kind of the whole no, theme of the not. show it's the called whole, scrubbing in I know but it's based on our like we love Grey's Anatomy like we will always love Grey's Anatomy and what it means to us yeah but uh, but I do have to say to those iTunes <laughs> Um, we welcome your, we like, you know, we welcome your opinion and we're happy to have it, but we used to be a 4.5 star and I've noticed that we are five stars now. Is that right? Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Whoa. Mm -hmm. So turns out some people, yeah, some people are liking it better these days. So 
I mean, I've also seen reviews of people saying, I'm a medical professional and these women are clearly not doctors. <laughs> like, it's like some kind of like doctor podcast or medical school thing. And I'm like, oh, that's so good. I mean, Actually, if they just saw our cover photo, they should know that we are not. This woman I met at the nail salon uh, the other night, um, her kids go to school, I think, with Ellen Pompeo's kids or something like that. What school? I know. I wasn't. We'll I didn't want to, to pry. The, that's our end, right I, there. I, she subscribed to our podcast, so hopefully she's listening. Hey, I don't want to say her oh, name. It'd be great if she mentioned the show. I know. at like a, a school event. Totally. So or maybe never she heard got... back from Jesse Williams. By the way. Oh. Mm. All right. Dang. Emails. Next. Did he read it? Does he seen? Oh. This let's, might be a heartbreaking. Let's moment. check that out. Let's tease that. We'll come back and find out if Jesse has read the I am that we sent and I we'll am. read the I emails. I mean, Mark is so I'm old. Sorry. Clogs, I ams. What's they going on? Like <laughs> they look like clogs, by the way. They're clogs by definition. All right, that's next. <laughs> when it comes to the holidays, what do most people think of? Food, family, quality time, presents, and boxes? I would say that we all love a good subscription box, right? Right. Well, from food boxes to wellness boxes, they're all the rage right now. And KiwiCo subscription makes the perfect holiday gift for every young explorer, engineer, and artist in your life. Empower them to be creative, confident, and fearless in all their endeavors with KiwiCo's innovative projects. So my nephew Knox, he his birthday's coming up and... He's like really, he's really into crafts and arts and um, my parents just got him like a little desk so he can do his little art projects, whatever he wants to do. So Those this is perfect. perfect for his I know, I'm going to send them for his birthday so that he has things to do and he can have something every month that comes and he can go into his room and work on it. That's perfect. Um, KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects for kids to make learning about STEAM fun. So STEAM is science, technology, engineering, art, and math, and it's designed by experts and tested by kids. So no need to research or worry about gathering all the supplies. They do it for you. Yep. So get hands-on learning and fun delivered every single month. It's the gift that keeps on surprising. Are you pressed for time? Well, each month, the kid in your life receives a new, fun, and engaging project with all the supplies that they need to challenge themselves creatively. Each box comes with all the supplies needed for that month's project. Um, There's detailed, easy-to-follow instructions and an educational magazine to learn even more about that crate's specific theme. And this holiday, give the gift of hands-on learning for tomorrow's makers. KiwiCo is a convenient, affordable way to encourage your children and the kids in your life to be anything they want to be. There's no commitment. You can cancel at any time. And monthly options start at just $16.95 per month, including shipping. For our listeners, go to KiwiCo.com slash Becca to get your first month for free. Every day counts when it comes to making a difference. So don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Again, go to KiwiCo.com slash Becca and get your first month free. That's KiwiCo.com slash Becca. <laughs> the verdict stands. <clears throat> he did not stop. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh man, that was a buzz. He didn't read it. Oh. Okay, well that makes me feel better. Me too, bit, honestly. Yeah. I feel I might delete it. Just never seen. There's some seen. solid revelations in the finale. I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. Solid I saw some spoilers and I am like nervous to watch it. To be honest, it's great. It was for, I'll just say it's great to have Meredith back in the scrubs, walking around that house, but like she owns the place. It's great. It's where right. she belongs. All right, Jackie. 
titled Songs in the City. I met a guy two months ago at my best friend's sister's wedding. My best friend's sister, her wedding. He is their family friend's son. Seems like a great guy. My best friend's family can't say enough good things about him. Says that we would be great together. We've been talking literally every single day since via text, and I'm starting to think the same thing. We connect on so many things and have great conversations. He seems perfect except for one thing. He lives in New York. I live in California. He has said he doesn't want to stay in the city forever. Our families are both in the Midwest. My question is, should I even be entertaining the idea of a relationship with someone who literally lives on the other side of the country? I'm going to see my friend in New York next month and plan on seeing him as well. The idea of long distance doesn't scare me, but I tend to be a hopeless romantic. Am I being crazy thinking something like this could work? Tanya, you've been in this exact situation. I mean, this is a major yes for me. It's not for me. I think my thing is, if if one of them said like, oh, I could see myself... Within the year of us, like I could see myself living there, or she could say, like she says, she could see herself living there. I have, I mean, we have friends who have literally dated from LA to New York, and he just moved here in like April or something, and it works. And I think I totally believe it, but I think there has to be some sort of future plan to live in the same city, otherwise. Yeah, I just don't think, don't write it off just because he lives in New York right now. Because, like, I think there's so much, like, I think you need to go through it in stages. So get to know him because guess what? You might start getting to know him and think, like, oh, well, I don't want to date him because of this, you know, not because he lives in New York. So it's like, I think just keep going. Keep going. Keep it moving. Keep it moving, sister. I think you're right. Long distance relationships work if there's a plan in place or a deadline. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I think they're tough. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be long distance forever. That sounds horrible. No, but you also don't want to make somebody, like, I don't think giving it a deadline no, is No, not an ultimatum. I don't think a deadline, but just saying, like, hey, do you, could you see yourself living here, or can I see myself living there? Yeah. Could like, you do your like, job in other cities, that yeah, sort of thing? because if both of them are like, no, I don't want to leave where I live, then... Right, and that's kind of what happened to me a few years ago. I, like, kind of like somebody that lived in New York, and it wasn't, just wasn't, he never wanted to move to LA, I was never going to move to New York, so it was kind of like, okay... But they always come back. The move they? point. They That's always true. come on back. This is from Anonymous, the subject line, choosing to remain sons. I've been with my boyfriend for almost a year now, and although he believes in God, he does not have a relationship with him. Lead me spiritually, nor does he encourage us to go to church. I love him, and I know that if I marry him, I will have a good life. But part of me feels like I'm missing out on having that bond and partnership in faith, and I worry about how that might affect how we raise our children in the future. Am I settling, or am I just being a commitment freak? This is so hard. Hitting home with someone here. (laughs) Okay, well, please. I mean, it's hard. I mean, I don't, it's... What advice would you give her taking yourself out of the equation? That's interesting. It's hard, though, because I'm in the same, I'm in a similar situation. Right. But what I'm saying is like... I need advice. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, (laughs) what would you tell somebody if you weren't in it, like yourself? Because that might help you. Well, in the past, I would say keep it moving, keep not keep it moving, but just like really think about what what you compromise on someone with, you know, like where you're able to say we have our differences. I think um, like a relationship with God is like the most important thing to me. And would it be ideal to share that with someone? I think, yes, I think that would be easy, but I think it just depends on how much you 
want that or need that in your life, but it's it's hard. I don't know if it's not. A, I don't think it's black and white at all. And I used to think it was black and white. It's very much gray I, to me. I think that there's different like levels. If that, um, I used to think that I wanted somebody that was like knee deep in their faith and like could lead me and like was like a, my leader in faith. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe I could be the um, not, I don't want to say the bridge the bridge to somebody, but like, I think having somebody that's open to it Mm -hmm. to coming to church and being open to that and, and having a relationship. I just, what's what I think makes me fearful is if that person starts taking away from your relationship with God, do you know what I mean? If they start like not wanting you to go to church on Sunday, like uh if you go to church on Sundays and that's your thing and, 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 and they maybe want to come with you, maybe they come with you sometimes and don't come with you. Like that's totally fine. But I think when they start taking away from your relationship with God, that's when I think it gets to be dangerous. And I think a lot of people like I've, I think I've talked about this before and how like my perspective on it has changed. And a lot of people send me messages and they're like, but the Bible says like you should be equally yoked, whatever. Um, And I, I get that. Like I know I've heard forever what the Bible says about that, but I think until you're in something, you can't like, it's so easy to like, cast your opinion on something when you haven't experienced it Mm -hmm. and like I said my perspective has totally changed on it in a way that I used to be like it's black and white like if if that's what you want then you need to be with someone who believes the same thing but I think my perspective has changed a lot and kind of grown softer to the fact that we're all different and we're a lot of us are raised differently and a lot of us have had different experiences and we're not all the same in how we think. I think for and what I like tell you is I'm like, if you flash forward five years or 10 years, is it important to you to like go to church with your family every Sunday? Yeah, well, I guess my thing is that I currently am like going through not having a church. So right. That's but not- I mean. I know, but like in an ideal world, yeah, you do think about that stuff. And like when you're in a situation, it's like, let's pray about this together. You know, there are certain things where you do, if that's important to you, it would be a ideal situation to have someone to do that with. But what's her name? Anonymous. Yep. But it's interesting because I do think that. I like wrote this email. (laughs) (laughs) I think you can have that relationship with different people in your life, you know, because it's like I have some friends that are very faith filled. And like if I'm going through something and I need prayer, like I literally can call Raquel and she'll pray for me over the phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't don't necessarily need my partner to constantly be that for me. Mm -hmm. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think I think that you decide if it's something that it's always going to be like in your mind holding you back in a way. I guess you decide if it's where you stand on that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like I've given great advice because I think I have I'm in this, you know, I've been (laughs) in this situation and I know these feelings. So it's hard to give advice when you're kind of like, I don't really know. Yeah, (laughs) I think I gave some good advice. I think I it was like good. Did. I think a compromise is always going to be a part of any relationship. And if you if you think this is such a great guy, I think you can find that. Yeah. Compromise. Yeah. But just don't lose it. Is what I'm saying. I think you stay strong in your faith and what you believe in and you don't expect him to change and if he finds that to be the path that he wants to go down and he joins you in that and that's okay with you 
that he might find it later and he might not, then I think you stay there. If it, if you're thinking he's going to change for me or he's going to have a relationship with God, then I think you're setting yourself up to be disappointed Mm -hmm. or have expectations that aren't fair on him. Mm -hmm. I think that's great advice. And this has been a long podcast, but we were (laughs) off a week. So that's great. It's like (laughs) supersized. Supersized. Yeah. Uh, Next week, more fun stuff. <laughs> so much fun. So much fun. Oh, yeah. Next week, next week will be after the holiday party. So you will know <gasps> what happened. Oh, yeah. So that's exciting. It's so, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time of death, 1335. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's Better, H-E-L-P.com. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.